smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is, of course, the midweek version, the Wednesday night version here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. And we're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. You can get us via Alexa anytime at home. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 106.1 FM. She'll be glad to accommodate you. Of course, our podcast is available following the show. All you need to do is go to CrescentCitySports.com and click on Podcast. Follow the instructions. Real easy to do, and you'll be able to access the show. You can email me. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com or call in at 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. Certainly hope that you will, and always enjoy hearing from you. Later in the show, we will visit with Tim Rebo, the head football coach of the Nichols Colonels, Embarking on the 2023 season, outstanding coach and program. Look forward to visiting with Tim. Coming up in the next segment, of course, we're going to talk extensively about the New Orleans Saints, who opened training camp, the real deal, today for good. The pads won't go on until Monday, so right now you're just looking at skill stuff, skeleton stuff, as you get ready to get a little bit more serious about everything. So... The biggest takeaways from day one, the fact that everyone participated in some fashion. That was encouraging. Trevor Penning, one of those, that's encouraging. Most notable, though, was Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas was full go. And he looked quick. And he looked crisp. And he looked good. And Derek Carr sang his praises after practice, which was always a good thing and a good sign. We all know that Thomas, in large part, came back to the Saints for a year because of Carr. And the two are tied now. Their successes and their futures are tied together. Thomas needs to put up a a very good season to get himself a contract here or elsewhere the following year. And he's ready to produce in that fashion. Of course, the Saints also, interestingly, now will have some depth on the offensive line. Certainly we'll have some competition there with the additions of Max Garcia and Trey Turner. These are veteran players. 
These are not free agent stopgap guys that won't make the roster. These are guys that have played in the league for a long time. The question is how much gas is left in the tank. Turner spoke today about it. And Les East visited with him and wrote about it at CrescentCitySports.com. So we encourage you to go to CrescentCitySports.com to read Les's work about Turner. Look, Trey Turner, St. Augustine, LSU, much like Teran Matthew. He was a five-time, a four-time Pro Bowl guy with Carolina and was a very physical player against the Saints. Last three years, though, have been spent with three different teams and really were not as productive, maybe in the wrong situation at the wrong time. We shall see. A little longer in the tooth, but still 30 years old. I mean, he's not ancient by any stretch. And the fact that he's home should be a motivation for him. And when Dennis Allen was asked about him yesterday, he did not say anything about him being a backup. He said he's here to compete. So the gauntlet's been thrown down to Andrew Speed, who's been unavailable to a large degree in the last few years, and to Cesar Ruiz, who, while he got better last year, has not played up to the level of being a number one draft pick, which he was. And both, you're dealing with contract situations as well. So you've got Turner, you've got Garcia. Max Garcia is another guy that's been in the league for an extended period of time. So you're talking about a player that has had a lot of experience at guard and at center. And Garcia, again, 31 years of age, a year older than Turner, 105 games played in. Was with Arizona last year. He started pretty much half the season. Got a Super Bowl ring in Denver in his rookie season back in 2015. So you're talking about a couple of experienced players here. One of the interesting comments made today after practice was made by none other than Cam Jordan, who always has something to say. He's a go-to guy to listen to, to get quotes and everything because he's fun. And he'll always tell you something that's substantial. And Cam Jordan, after practice today, said he wants to go to the Super Bowl so he can get Derek Carr back to Las Vegas. That is, of course, a reference to the fact that the Super Bowl in 2024 will be played in Las Vegas. Remember, it was initially scheduled for New Orleans, but they bumped it back to 2025 to allow the renovations to Caesar Superdome to be completed which they will be by that time. Of course, the pandemic slowed that process down, but that's why Vegas and Allegiant Stadium gets the Super Bowl in 2024. But I thought it was really cool that Jordan, who was a big advocate of Carr coming here, spoke up for him again today. He wants to get him back to Vegas where he played and back to the city and the organization that shunned him, basically, benching him last year, ultimately resulting in him coming to New Orleans. So an interesting comment, certainly, made by Cam Jordan. And again, when you look at what transpires on a day like today, what you're looking for more than anything is participation. You can tell some things by the skill sets of skill players. Rashid Shahid is quick. We already knew that. Chris Olave looks a little bit heftier which he wanted to accomplish during the offseason and obviously was able to do that to a degree, which is important. 
So there's, there's some things you can take away, but obviously you can't take an enormous amount away, especially through one day. The other thing we can take away is it was hot, <laughs> and it's going to be hot. With them working outdoors and with only 20% chances of rain over the next few days, they figure to continue to be outdoors when scheduled because sometimes they don't do that. They move indoors if, in fact, the weather is rainy, inclement. So it's good. Defensive back Anthony Johnson was the only person not participating in practice. Also encouraging, Kendry Miller participated. And remember, he's been out with that knee problem from TCU. You haven't seen anything of him basically until now, which is really good because they're counting on him. And we all know Miller's story. They drafted him in the third round. Very productive back at TCU. An all-purpose back, a guy that you can count on to run the football, and he can catch the football out of the backfield. And he's big enough to block. So in every down type of guy that they drafted, and with Alvin Kamara being seven years in the league, Jamal Williams being seven years in the league, Kamara most likely to be suspended for a period of time. Miller's an important player. So to get him on the field, to find out what he can do, to see what he can do, is obviously very important. They believe in him. Jimmy Graham participated today. Made one nice catch early on. He sure looks like Jimmy Gramsdale, which is cool because this guy was something to behold when he played for the Saints previously. It's very cool. The rotations, offensive line-wise, look, you don't read that much into it for now, but they had Trevor Penning at left tackle, James Hurst, left guard, Cesar Ruiz at right guard with the number ones. Interestingly enough, Andrew Speed did not. By the way, cornerback position, Paulson Adebo starts as the second corner, but you know Alante Taylor's in that mix. It's going to be a competition between those two. Now, keep in mind, you're going to play three DBs and sometimes more, just depending on the circumstance. And Courtney Roby, obviously, is a guy that can play in the nickelback position and a veteran player. So it's interesting, to say the least. Max Garcia got some work at center behind Eric McCoy at the second-team center spot. And, of course, that's very important because of the lack of depth there. Remember, the Saints got veteran Billy Price last week, so he wasn't going to be part of this mix. That's why you're looking for somebody there. Of course, the thought process there also is that you have Ruiz, who played center in college and could play there if necessary. As for Derek Carr, he embraces the concept, not just of being the quarterback, but of leadership on this squad. And he spoke about that today. He understands what he's here for. He, he knows the expectations. There's no question this team will go as far as he can take them. And the whole team's not on his back. But he's the face of the franchise now as the quarterback who got paid a lot of money trying to find the answer since the Saints have been in the wilderness following 2020 and Drew Brees departing the organization. The expectations for Carr are high from the organization itself. That has been stated by the coach, the GM, and others. Teammates wanted him. The numbers suggest he can be good. They don't suggest that he can be great, but we've said all along that good is what you need. 
and that that would be a definitive upgrade. And certainly that is what the Saints are counting on. And Derek Carr, again, continues to speak in very positive fashion. You know, he was speaking about how encouraging it was to have everybody out there for the first day of camp. He says all the right things. Look, he's, he's won the press conferences in a big way since he's arrived in New Orleans. Interesting that Trey Turner and Teran Matthews' careers have paralleled each other. High school at St. Aug, college at LSU, then the NFL, and now together in the NFL, which is cool. And Matthew was effusive in his praise of Turner after practice today. Matthew also made another very funny comment because he said when he spotted Jimmy Graham, who he's gone up against on many occasions as a safety against a tight end, when he spotted Graham at the Saints facility, he said his assumption was that, oh, they're bringing him in to coach. <laughs> no, he's still playing. And obviously, the Saints have plans for Graham because that's the other part of the equation regarding Jimmy Graham. I wrote a feature on it yesterday about him. There's no guarantee he's going to have a spot and be on this team. But if you listen to what was said by Mickey Loomis at the pre-draft press conference, it's pretty clear they have a role for him. So they expect him to be here. What that role is, well, you can imagine. Red zone, big time. Big target, post-up guy. You need a guy in the vertical game, a guy that can get up high, one-on-one matchups. You can envision the role for Graham, even though Jawan Johnson is an emerging player and a good player, and even though Foster Morrow is an experienced player and a solid player. And, of course, you know, they've got depth there. Jesse James was brought in. He's got extensive experience as well. And, oh, by the way, Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end, consider that. But that, of course, fluctuates. He's really, I wouldn't call him a tight end by any stretch. I'd call him a, you know, an athlete. That's what he is. He's going to line up and play different spots and do different things. And I don't think his role diminishes. I think Taysom Hill is still going to be utilized. As a, the old saying goes, of course, a Swiss Army knife, jack of all trades. Call it what you may. They'll line him up in different spots, utilize him in different ways, trying to get their best athletes on the field. And he will take snaps at quarterback. That's not going to change. As I've said since the acquisition of Carr, my expectation is he'll take fewer snaps than he has taken with Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston as a quarterback simply because they're going to want to have Carr on the field more than perhaps they wanted those guys on the field, much like Drew Brees. But remember, he'll take quite a few snaps when Drew Brees was here in particular toward the end of the career of Breeze. But look, there's that. There's the opportunity. That's there. And Taysom Hill will certainly fill that role. He's been good at it for a long time. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts about what you expect you know, from Taysom Hill. You get him on the field. You expect productivity. And you expect the guy's going to give you everything imaginable. So great to see the full participation today. Great to see Jimmy Graham wearing those colors again. 
It's kind of a shame when he left here after five years. Look, the Saints got Max Unger in that deal. He's a very good center. He's a good player. They got a number one draft pick out of it, too. But it didn't turn up good. It was Stefan Anthony, and that did not work out very well. And, of course, Graham did not have his best year in his final year in New Orleans. He had a good year, but nothing like he had the three previous years, and maybe the thought process was people had figured him out, or maybe he was slightly descending at that point. Now, the whole concept about, oh, well, he wasn't well-liked or, oh, he was a problem in a locker room. Mickey Lewis dispelled that and said that was not the case at all. Said he was not a locker room issue whatsoever. Teammates liked him. Saints liked him. And Lewis even joked that his daughter was mad at him when they traded him because he was their favorite player. It was simply a matter of evaluation, needing and wanting a center, and getting a first-round value in return. Too bad they didn't draft better with that. Anthony did not pan out to be that player whatsoever. And no, Graham did not play last year. So you can look at that two ways. The one is that, okay, he didn't play last year. Nobody wanted him. He isn't good enough anymore. The other way you can look at it is he took a year off at his age, healing that battered body of his, having played in the league for so long. And now he's refreshed. And the body's healed and might have a little bit of giddy-up in his step. I think you have to look at the latter more than the former when evaluating Graham. Because, look, <clears throat> let's be honest. They're not bringing him in to be their primary guy. They're not bringing him in to take 50 snaps a game. Bringing him in to get some productivity in a special role. And keep in mind, the Saints have done this in recent years with some other very good historical players in franchise history. Malcolm Jenkins, of course. Roman Harper. Mark Ingram. All three of those guys, after departing New Orleans, returned to the Saints and finished their careers here. Ingram, in disappointing fashion, Hated to see it end that way with that third down play that really cost the Saints a game in Tampa last year. He's such a good guy and good player. I think he's a surefire Saints Hall of Famer when he's eligible. Malcolm Jenkins certainly would be in the consideration for that. Was never a great player here, but he was a solid player for the Saints in his two stints. Philadelphia better. He won a Super Bowl there, but came back here. He won a Super Bowl with the Saints, of course, and played solidly. Roman Harper came back and really acted as more of a mentor as he finished his career here than as a major contributor. But he accepted the role, played it well, got elected to the Saints Hall of Fame and was inducted. And now you get Jimmy Graham back. And there's a guy that, had he not played another down for the Saints in the five years of what he did previously with 50 touchdowns, three Pro Bowls, two All-Pro honors, he's likely going to get elected to the Saints Hall of Fame anyway, at least from my perspective. Now he comes back and maybe he can accentuate or augment that resume. I know the Saints are certainly counting on that and hoping he can do so. But he is a very interesting player to watch as training camp continues and then into the preseason. And then, of course, watching the final roster. Will Turner and Garcia both be on that final roster? Will Graham be on that final roster? If you're asking me today... 
I'd say the answer is yes on all three. Talk to me again in another three to four weeks. Maybe that changes. Injuries are part of it, but also let's see what happens as training camp develops. Pads are on. How guys move. And even preseason games to a degree. They're not the evaluation tool they used to be, but they're still an evaluation tool to check out and watch. And I certainly think that from the Saints' perspective, they're going to use that. The other thing about the preseason is going to be that's going to be very interesting is how much are they going to play Derek Carr? Starters don't play much in the preseason at all anymore. Starting quarterbacks hardly play at all. You got to believe Carr is going to play in the first game. Will he play beyond that, considering he hasn't played here before? And he's trying to indoctrinate himself not only to a new coach and system, but also to new teammates and to be accepted and to mesh with these guys in good fashion. That's going to be another interesting development from my perspective is to see how they allocate playing time to Carr in the preseason and to their quarterbacks. Jameis Winston will obviously play. He's a year removed from all those injuries, which is good. And, of course, Jake Hainer's the other guy, and they want to look at him certainly as a developmental guy and get a good look to see what they have in their investment there as a draft pick out of Fresno State. So first day, buy the books. All good. Back at it tomorrow. Fans get to go live this weekend for the first time. Most practices are sold out or filled up in terms of the fan participation. And then the first padded practice coming up Monday. So we'll start to find out. You know, the old axiom, and it's overused, separate the men from the boys. Yeah, to a degree. More than anything, you get to start evaluating the guys up front in fonder, easier, better fashion. Here we go. New Orleans Saints, 2023. Let the fun begin. 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 if you'd like to join in the conversation. We'll have some NFL news later on in this show. We'll get back to that and tell you something about some other happenings around the league. Meanwhile, college football is getting ramped up too. We were fortunate to talk to Southeastern Louisiana head coach Frank Selfo earlier this week on the show. We're going to stick in the Southland Conference because when we return following this brief timeout, we'll visit with longtime outstanding head coach at Nichols for the Colonels, Tim Rebo. He will join us next following this brief timeout. As we continue with all access, it's 504-260-1061. Rudy Dixon, our producer, back with Coach Rebo in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. And as always, we're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call Select Quote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. 
But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-928-3366. That's 800-928-3366. 800-928-3366. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hey, it's me, Ruthie, from Total Wine & More. You know how stores have been raising their prices lately? Well, lean into your speaker a little closer because I've got a big secret to share. Total Wine is actually lowering our prices on hundreds of wines. I know, right? And even better, our new lower prices on hundreds of wines are here to stay. But listen, don't thank me. At Total Wine, we love helping our customers save big. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. When you've been injured in a crash, you've been through a lot. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Demand the team who handles the heavy lifting. Demand the team who treats you like you're part of the team. Demand the team who never stops fighting. Demand that your team is Dudley DeBosier. Call us today. The call is free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2314839. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First, Philip. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. MVP's bonus days are back at Lowe's. Right now, save $60 when you buy a DeWalt impact driver or drill for just $99 each. Lowe's knows pros. Valid through 8-2. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Saints open training camp today. We'll have full coverage at CrescentCitySports.com. The Saints assign former All-Pro tight end Jimmy Graham, who starred for the team from 2010 to 14. The Saints also assign former St. Augustine and LSU star lineman Trey Turner, five-time pro ball player with Carolina previously and New Orleans, signed another veteran guard in Max Garcia, entering his ninth year in the NFL. Garcia played the last four seasons for Arizona. In NFL news, Justin Herbert agrees to a five-year, $262.5 million extension with the Chargers. 
Saquon Barkley signs his franchise tag with the Giants. The Cowboys agree to terms with Trevon Diggs, and the 49ers say quarterback Brock Purdy is clear and ready to go. College Baseball LSU's Jay Johnson named National Coach of the Year by D1 Baseball. He'd already gotten the same honor from Collegiate Baseball and the American Baseball Coaches Association. And in the NBA, Celtics star Jalen Brown signs a five-year, $304 million deal, the richest deal in NBA history. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Hard to believe it was eight years, make it nine now, uh, when he, of course, took over the Nichols State football program, the Nichols Colonels have seen their program rise dramatically under his tutelage and uh, they had some scattered success in the past but nothing like they've had under Tim Rebo who joins us now to talk about his outstanding program and Tim first and foremost welcome always a pleasure and listen I know you're excited and so are we how are you man hey Ken good to be with you this afternoon man thanks for having me well listen first and foremost I know people in New Orleans some are familiar with it some aren't how important is the new facility you have? I mean, a new building. How 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 much of a lift has it given you, and how important is it to your program? Yeah, to come to come into work in this building every day and to have our players walk in this building and you know, new locker room and state of the art team meeting room. Uh, just a lot of positive vibes. Uh, and then you and you know what it does in this business. It's uh, what it does for recruiting. You know, just these these guys. That you got to have it. You got to have these facilities now to go with it and. And then hopefully we have the new covered practice facility that will be done in about three weeks. Uh, will give us another big boost. Yeah, that's obviously a big item to have, especially in the, this climate. That goes without saying. Of course, you got that program to an amazingly high level, three straight appearances in the FCS playoffs and, you know, the five winning seasons in a row. And it's been a little bit of a blip on the radar screen. The pandemic didn't help, you know, losing some – some incredible program players. You know, it's kind of like, and I mean, Chase 4K was a great player. Not going to say it was like the Saints losing Drew Brees, but it was a little bit like that. When hey, you have pretty pretty close, like I'll that. tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah, brought, listen, you uh, brought Chase uh, back to the program to help out a little bit, too, at times, too. And, and, and it's great listen. to see him around. I still believe that young man, for the life of me, I don't understand why he hasn't gotten a real opportunity. That kid can run. Yeah, He's he fast. Is. He's got a, he doesn't have a great arm, but he's got a pretty good arm. I, I'm, I'm just not sure how he can't play in one of these leagues. I really, I, I just can't figure that I, out. I, I agree with you, and, and with the people who don't know, all the intangible stuff that he has and that he brings. I mean, he's so infectious with, in everything that he does, and uh, he, has the, he has my key to the building, Kenny. I tell you what, that's, <laughs> that's how it is. And, you know, he's here all the time and around here training quarterbacks now. Uh, he works with our young players. What a pleasure to have him around. Well, listen, I know you, you want to get your program back to where it was previously. You've got, obviously, good players on this team. You know, Southeastern picked first in a league, and, of course, with uh, UIW right there. But you're right there, too, uh, right, right in the mix behind these guys. And so, clearly, people think a lot of your team this year. Let's talk a little bit about it. First and foremost, you know, Colin Guggenheim. I mean, this kid got in there as a freshman. We know he was a high school quarterback and a good player. But he's low to the ground, he's tough, he's quick, and he's just a good football player, isn't he? 
Yeah, and, and what a tremendous young man he is also. His leadership skills, his quality, his work ethic. And I'll tell you this, he will go against anybody one-on-one in the hole. Uh, he's just a tough football player. And, you know, Colin's one of those guys, I mean, uh, in, in today's age when everybody goes to the combines, right, and, and watch you run and watch you jump and all of those things. And, uh, but put those pads on, put the uniform on him. Uh, he's just what a great competitor he is. Well, obviously the running game is a, is a big part of, of what you do and how it always has been a big part of what you do and, and, and clearly having a guy like that. You know, Gum's been good for you. You've always had uh, pretty good players at that running back position. Yeah, you, you know, we go back to the days with Dontrell Dela. Uh, we had mm-hmm. Tobias Lofton. Yep. Uh, man, we've had some guys that go through here and, and run it. And, and, and yeah, i got to give credit, too, to my old offensive line coach, you know, Lee Roussel, who, you know, was them big hogs up front, was blocking and leading the way. But we know how important that is, and we know that's the way you win football games. You look at your offensive front, you've got a pretty good offensive line. And you've got, again, back to what we said previously in running the football. And, and just talk a little bit about your offensive line. I know you've got Evan Roussel, Mark Bartholomew, among others. Yeah, Evan Roussel is that quarterback up front on an offensive line. You know, he's been playing since he was a freshman. He's tough. He's smart. Uh, he, he's the bell cow up front. He, Mark Bartholomew's come along at that left tackle, had a really good season last year. Uh, DeAndre Keller, a kid right here out of St. James, was a starter for us. Uh, we got Robbie Pizzolatto, uh, a transfer uh, that you know from John Curtis High School. So we got some good young players, but you always got to be developing those offensive linemen. Visiting with Coach Tim Rebo of Nichols. All right, so most important position. Talk about quarterback and what you have there and what you like about it. Well, we, we – uh, well, a little disappointed last year offensively in some of the things that, that we did. And, you know, we had lost Lindsey Scott, who went on to have a tremendous year. Uh, we had to go out and get us a quarterback. And we were looking, and we found the guy we think in, in Pat McQuaid, who uh, is a transfer Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, he came here in the spring. He won the, the starting job in the spring and, and what he's done in the summer. Uh, and he has all the things. And big comparison uh, always and big shoes to fill, but – he, he has a lot of the same qualities of that previous quarterback that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, boy, you're looking for that. Goes without saying. All right, defense. Look, Perry Gancy's a guy that did a lot of his high school games, and, and I said it at the time. If, you know, if Perry was two inches taller, you know, the old <laughs> saying, right? Uh, because that kid was, he was quick, tough. He played to the whistle, and he's been that kind of player for you too. Yeah, he, he is. He's just that guy in the trenches. And we moved him around some. You know, we played him at the tackle spot. We played him at the end spot. Uh, he, he brings that hard hat every day to work. It's hard to believe that he is already a senior going into his senior year this year. But he's a guy up front that, has, again, he uh, brings it every day to practice. I'm looking forward to him having a good year. Second level, you got Eli Ennis. He's been a consistently good player for you. Yeah, he was a – you know, we, we I, I want to say stole him, Kenny. We stole him out of North Alabama area. He was a, a quarterback. Let me tell you something. He did not come off the field. He was the quarterback, DB. He punted. He returned kicks. He, he never came off. He was in a little small school in North Alabama. Uh, and we, we found a spot for him on the defensive side of the ball. And Coach Tommy Rybeck, he does a great job. And we put him in that position, in that nickel spot. 
to him to make plays. And I tell you, that's all he did was make plays being the, the freshman of the year last year in the conference. Yep. We're going to bring that up, of course, in the secondary. You know, Tyler Morton, of course, at safety. You got Jordan Jackson at cornerback. You got to feel pretty good about those guys. Yeah, I, I like our secondary. We got some guys who have a lot of starts. Jordan Jackson is a young man out of Dutchtown High School. Uh, can really, really run. He's a smart football player, and he's played everywhere in that back end for us. He's played safety, he's played corner, he's played the nickel, uh, and all he does is make plays. And really like Tyler uh, Morton out of Destrehan, he's really come along. He's done a lot of good things for us. And, and we've added. We've added some guys into that mix, Mark Eddy, uh Kendarius Smith. Uh, we got Keontae Williams and uh, Tyreek Boyd out of the Lafayette area. I really like our back end. We got some good players back there. Of course, the kicking game, you know, Kylan Dupree, a solid punter, Jalen Spears, whom we know good in the kick return game. So the third phase of the game, you feel pretty good about it? Yeah, we got, we got returners. Uh, we got Gavin LeSang, who's a, a returning uh, place kicker for us. Uh, you know, one of the spots that we've had is, is we're going to have a little uh, challenge at that deep snapper spot that we need because, you know, those guys will work their weight in gold. And uh, we've had some players back there over the years, so we got to develop one this year and get those guys ready to go. All right, let's talk a little bit about the schedule because these are you know the kind of schedules that get coaches fired. What, what, what in the world are you thinking? Man? <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> all right, so hey, hey, I'd listen, be lying. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said a lot about. I knew a lot about Sacramento State, but TCU played for a national championship on the FBS level last year, and Tulane was a top fifteen team that won the Cotton Bowl. Come on, man. So listen, uh, my athletic director, Jonathan Terrell, is one of my best friends, and we joke all the time that he really must not like me for this schedule that <laughs> uh, put together. But listen, schedules are done so far in advance. That, that yeah. TCU game was done five years ago. You know, who would have known that they were playing for the for the national championship this past year? And you know, Willie Fritz has always done a great job at Tulane, but that's a good trip for us right here in the state. You know, we went there a couple of years ago yeah. uh, and, and, and played the Green Wave and, and, and had a decent showing uh, in the city. Yep, so, saw, that, look, saw that game, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Sacramento State uh, was in the top ten in FCS last year, and we got Missouri, uh, Southeast Missouri, coming to town here. So uh, the schedule is challenging, Kenny, but I'm going to give you the old cliche uh, coach talk. we got to play them one week at a time. You know, we just got to line up, and don't matter who it is, uh, we got to get ourselves ready early on because – you know what the main the main thing and the most important thing uh, is get ourselves ready to go for our conference schedule. Yeah, I mean the conference is tough, and uh, the toughest part about it is you you've got to go to Commerce, you got to go to San Antonio, and you got to go to Hammond. I mean these these are tough teams, and you've got to go to those places. So you're going to have to be mentally tough and and disciplined if you want to go and win at those places. Yeah, you know, last year in the conference, and, you know, you talk about woulda, coulda, shoulda, the old line from old uh, Jim Morris. You know, we were 3-3 three and three in the conference, uh, and, and we were uh, very, very easily uh, could have been 5-1, and one, you know, and, and, and we, we were not really a great team last year, you know, so uh, we feel like we'll be competitive. I think from top to bottom, everybody will be. There, there's four new coaches in this league, it's a little bit different than it's been. The old, the old veterans are the coaches that's in Louisiana with, uh, you know, me, Frank Selfo, Brad Laird, and, and Gary Goff over at McNeese, and then they got four new coaches on the Texas side. So uh, 
it'll be an interesting matchup this season. Yeah, and I talked to Frank earlier this week, and you know, Frank readily admits he, you know, he got the job, and he he took the same approach you did, which was to lock up the state, go get these kids from South Louisiana because we've got a lot of good players here, and he's had great success with that, and and clearly that's that's what you did that changed your program, and he's done the same thing, and I know they're yeah, you, they've done the same thing, right. but it's good to see these programs doing well. Absolutely, and listen, you know me and Frank are very good friends. Uh, and, and we talk all the time, and he, we talked about how he was going to go and do it, and he did. Uh, and, and the team he put together last year, and then and then he gets hit with the transfer portal, you know, with guys uh, leaving him. But that's just a, a tribute to him and what he's done in the, in his program over there in Hammond. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of good players here. There's still a lot of good players, no matter you know what's happening in college athletics, and we all got to uh, you know maintain these these areas around close to us and keep the players in our program. Yeah, the one thing he's been able to do is he's, he's filled that quarterback position every year with somebody good, different types of players, but they've had a good one every year, and that's certainly helped them. And, 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 and the other thing I brought up when I talked to him as well is, boy, you look at, I don't care if it's FCS or FBS, it used to be where defenses could dominate. Now, if you hold a team in the 20s, you're pretty good defensively. Is, is the offense that far ahead now in the defense? Has has scheming and talent simply gone to the offensive side of the ball? Well, why is it that we see so many points being scored? I, I mean, I just think some of the rules that's created, and you know, uh, teams now have gotten so much better at that tempo, fast-paced offense. Um, and listen, that sometimes that they're not even blocking some of the guys up front. You know, they just go, they catch you, uh, and that's what they do. I don't know if it's that much ahead or scheme-wise. Um, they they got some good players in this area, and Frank's done a good job of getting that quarterback. You're exactly right. Well, you look at the league, and you touched on it briefly, and you know the uh, the media selections came out and everything else. How do you see the league, and you know, and what do you think your chances are? I, I like our chances, and I, I think every coach would tell you. Well, I was talking the other day, Kenny, when we had our media day, and you know, when when we first got into the league, and we were picked last, you know, you play a little bit with a with a chip on your shoulder, right? Um, then all of a sudden you work your way up and you get to the middle of the pack and you go oh, right where I want to be, right? Coaches can spin it how they want to do it. Uh, and then when you get picked on that top, you're saying, oh, my goodness, now i got that big X on my back and everybody's going to be gunning for us. So, you know, it, it's, you still got to go out and get your guys ready to go every week. I like our chances. I like kind of being picked in the middle of the pack. Not that you're going to slip up on anybody, but, uh, listen, sometimes you can get a little big head by being picked in the top and, and then sometimes you don't have as good a talent when you're picked on that bottom. So I like us right in the middle of the pack. We know what we got to do. We know the approach. Uh, we got to stay healthy. I think just like just like everything, uh, I, I'm returning some guys off of last year's team. You know, I didn't play with my starting linebackers last year because they got hurt early in the game. So be it. That's what happened, right? But I got those guys back. Uh, I have a lot of those guys that uh, played who now have a lot of quality reps under that belt so that's going to help us be better this year a couple of minutes left before we let Tim Rebo get away with regard to freshmen I mean any two or three guys that you know are going to be significant contributors to your team this year I think we got a couple guys that uh is going to have to help us out at wide receiver uh you know we we lost a couple guys in that position I like some of our young defensive backs uh that's going to go uh, and then I got a young, I'm, I'm not going to say his name just yet, but I got a young 
uh, linebacker out of the New Orleans area. I think it's going to have significant playing time for us, uh, and, and I'm, I'm excited to see him get ready to get on the field. Well, I mean, obviously the opportunity's there, and, and kids sign, and they want to play, and, you know, and, and that's the last thing I'll ask you about, too, because, uh, again, you know, some people are just frustrated with this whole scenario surrounding Transfer Portal. Uh, NIL's a totally different animal. But with regard to Transfer Portal and NIL, now we see legislation being proposed and bipartisan legislation being proposed. I'm not sure where this is going or what's going to happen, but talk about the impact it's had on FCS programs and on your program. You know, they have uh, all kind of software out there, too, that uh, you can get everybody's game and watch every play and so now I think a lot of the schools are having these analysts and people on their staff that are watching every game you play, and they, they can pick out and say, let's watch uh, Jordan Jackson, all of his clips, you know, and, and so and then they can go get them. And, and I don't know if that's exactly fair, um, but I think for us it, it's, it's both ways. I lost a couple guys in the portal, and I gained a couple guys in the portal. You know, the, that can change, but – I don't think it was designed to be that way to have a guy at, you know, play in three or four different schools, you know, in his time frame. Uh, I, I don't like it. I think there's a lot of coaches who don't like it. You know, it's tough to, to build a roster and build some continuity. But the thing is right now, whether you like it or not, you got to try to embrace it and keep up with it because it, it's still here to stay. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, we, we're big LSU fans. We're big Tulane fans. We want everybody to succeed. And yet, you know, when you, you make those moves, it's a jump. I mean, there's LSU's got one from Southeastern this year that they're counting on. They have one from your program that played great for you <laughs> two years ago without naming names, and he went there and yeah. didn't work out. Now yeah. he's in another place, and, that's, and, right. and he was having great success where you were. So be careful because it's not always going to be the grass greener on the other side. Yeah, and I and I, I liken it to this way too. I, I tell everybody, you know, if I have a hundred players on my roster, um, and three of them are going to get in the portal, my emphasis is on the ninety-seven other players who are here and want to stay and want to be here, and that's the way I got to approach it, you know. But what happens is everybody wants to talk about the one or two uh, who got in and where they're going to go, and that and listen, that's where it is with social media nowadays, but. You know, I got to worry about the ones that want to stay here, the ones that want to be here. We got a lot of bunch of great kids uh, that just out here want to win some football games and be part of a, of a team. Well, it all begins on August thirty first, Thursday game, six p.m. at John Gildry Stadium, Sacramento State, making the trip to Harvard on the Bayou and in Thibodeau, and and then of course those fun road games to follow before getting into Southland Conference play. Nichols Colonels coach Tim Rebo does a great job, great friend. Appreciate the time. Nothing but success, and I'm sure we'll visit here in the near future. All right, Ken. Thanks for having me, man. My pleasure, Timmy. Thank you, Tim Rebo of the Nichols Colonels. Again, Tim does a great job. Look, that is a tough place to win. It had been until he got there. I mean, many people think he went to die there as a coach. He went there and lived, and he's created great opportunities for not only players, but other coaches who have gone on to do some really good things. He mentioned Lou Roussel. He's at Riverside Academy as a head coach now, Marcus Scott state championship coach at Destrahan. Look, he's created some great success coming out of that program in Thibodeau, and the new facility certainly helps. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. We'll take a time out here. 
When we return, we'll get you caught up on recruiting news and some NFL news as we continue with all access for a Wednesday night. Ken Trahan with you on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NashFM1061.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl's support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Hey, it's Chase Adams. Come join me in 1061 Nash Icon this Saturday as we broadcast live from the Seaspire Wireless Store. 230 Frontage Road up in Picayune, Mississippi. We'll be there from noon to 2, so mark your calendars. Hope to see you there. This report is sponsored by the National Safe Boating Council and the U.S. Coast Guard. Boating is fun, but know the risks of carbon monoxide poisoning. Always use a marine CO detector. Don't idle in one place for too long. And take extra precautions for toad sports. Learn more at safeboatingcampaign.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Comedy fans will want to head to Boomer's Nightclub at Boomtown Casino this Friday night for a live performance from Mia Jackson starting at 7 p.m. And on Saturday evening, head to the House of Blues for Q, the music of Queen, performing all of Queen's greatest hits. Showtime is 8 p.m. Grab dinner before the show starts. For more info on what to do this weekend, pick up the new issue of Where You At all over town and save the date for the Where You At 25th anniversary party at Generations Hall on September 1st. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-ICON. 
through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Recruiting news, LSU picks up its 20th commit for the class of 2024, adding cornerback Cal Bates, who made his decision today. He's a four-star recruit from Orlando, Florida, and he picked LSU over Tennessee in the final analysis, but he was also offered by Florida State, Alabama, Colorado, Texas A&M, and Ohio State. But it was LSU-Tennessee down to the wire, and he picked LSU. He's 6'1", 180, very good size. Visited LSU June 23rd, visited Alabama, visited Florida State, visited Tennessee. Converted from wide receiver to cornerback midway through the 2022 season for Edgewater High School. He had four interceptions, seven passes defensed. LSU trying to add to this cornerback class. Look, they going into the season this year, they're not that deep at cornerback. They look like average at that position on defense, which we've spoken about. And, of course, LSU has widely been known as DBU. So clearly a position the Tigers want to augment and able to certainly make a move to do that with Cal Bates being the latest to join in the LSU fold. Of course, Tulane picked to repeat as American Athletic Conference champions. I'm sure you saw that yesterday. And when you look at the players coming back, you can understand it. Tulane was a solid pick for the number one spot in the media poll for the American Athletic Conference, 21st place votes. UTSA picked second. They're a defending conference champion joining the conference this year, the American Athletic. They got nine first place votes. Tulane and UTSA finished the regular season against each other, which could turn out to be a huge game. Third place team, SMU, and the Mustangs got three first-place votes as well, so pretty highly regarded. And then Memphis, always tough on Tulane and hosting Tulane this year. They got the fourth choice in the media poll and received one first-place vote. UAB got a first-place vote, but they were the eighth overall pick. Of course, they're on the Tulane schedule. Florida Atlantic was picked fifth. East Carolina sixth, North Texas seventh. UAB eight, Navy nine, Temple ten, then Tulsa, Rice, South Florida, and Charlotte rounding out the media selections for the American Athletic Conference heading into the upcoming football season. It's 504-260-1061. We'll take a time out here. Back with a final word or two on some NFL moves as we continue with all access for a Wednesday night here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at nashfm1061.com. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every 
every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Hey, it's me, Ruthie, from Total Wine & More. You know how stores have been raising their prices lately? Well, lean into your speaker a little closer because I've got a big secret to share. Total Wine is actually lowering our prices on hundreds of wines. I know, right? And even better, our new lower prices on hundreds of wines are here to stay. But listen, don't thank me. At Total Wine, we love helping our customers save big. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Hi, I'm Chad. And I'm Steve. And together, we're Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured, you deserve Dudley DeBosier, so you demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. And the only law firm in Louisiana with a no-fee guarantee. That means you pay nothing, no fees, cost, or expenses, unless we get money for you. Dudley DeBosier, home of the no-fee guarantee, backed by the black and gold. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Frank Reich made his decision with Carolina. The Panthers are going to go with the rookie quarterback. Bryce Young will be the starter. The overall number one pick in the NFL draft, getting the nod over, Andy Dalton, the former Saint, who is the backup for the Panthers, whom the Saints will see twice this year, as they always do. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers has reworked his deal with the New York Jets to help the team reportedly taking a $35 million pay cut over two seasons, a substantial 
pay cut for Rodgers, willing to do so to help the team financially to give them an opportunity to be successful in his new locale. We'd like to thank Tim Rebo of Nichols for joining us. Always a pleasure to visit with Tim. Wish the Colonels nothing but success. Thanks to our sponsors, our listeners as well. Always a pleasure. And a reminder that I'm back at you tomorrow night with the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour. Michael Green will join me at